inspired by a galaxy far, far away, you're listening to Force Fan Podcast. Episode six of our mini-sode series. Yes, and the last movie episode of the original trilogy. Return of the Jedi. Did you rent this one at the video store too? I did, yes. Although, so what's funny is that I saw this before the special editions came out. So, you know, they hadn't made all of the changes. No Jedi rocks. Interesting. But, yeah. So, yeah. So, no Jedi rocks. But I'm trying to remember, and I hope John has something to say about this because I honestly don't remember. I don't remember if Yub Nub was part of that at the end. <laughs> I honestly can't remember. And it kind of is driving me a little crazy. So like the ending for Return of the Jedi to me now, it's just the special edition ending because I honestly, I cannot, right. for the life of me, I cannot remember a different ending. So... So there you go. Okay, we're sorry to skip to the end. Um, <laughs> All right, short episode for a minisode. Short episode. Of course, we're with right, you we're and then some. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, no. I mean, you know, like a New Hope and Empire. I rented the VHS, saw it at home, and then went to the theater to see the special edition when it was re-released on screen. Um, so I have kind of like the both at home experience and the theatrical experience for this movie. Um, and uh, this movie, I don't, <laughs> I always really loved Return of the Jedi. I don't really understand the Ewok hate that they get. I like the Ewoks. So <laughs> this movie, this movie holds a special place in my heart. I think also because Again, before we knew that there was going to be more Star Wars movies, you know, I love this movie because it has a happy ending. You know, the heroes win. They save the day. They're all together at the end. Um, So, of course, that makes me happy because it was like, this is the way it's supposed to be. You know, it's a fairy tale. Right. Um, That's how I feel about Return of the Jedi. What about you, Adrian? It's fine that you feel like that way about Return of the Jedi. I'm glad you feel that way about Return of the Jedi. <laughs> That's all you. You own it. Um. So yeah, Return of the Jedi was the one I watched the most because it was the one my parents actually bought me. I remember my mom said she bought me a Star Wars and I was really excited and I kept checking the mail every day and trying to see if it came in or not. <laughs> I remember one day... Uh, my dad went to the mailbox. He came back inside and he had this little box with him. I'm like, oh, my God, is that it, Dad? That is, is, is that my Star Wars? So then we went to my room and uh, he turned around and started opening the box away from me. He kept looking over his shoulder, you know, just to make sure it wasn't peeking. And I'm like, Dad, is it Star Wars? Is it Star Wars? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> just opening the box. I'm like, is it? Is it? He gives me one last little over-the-shoulder smile, turns around, and yeah, I have my first Star Wars cassette. So I get this golden box that says Return of the Jedi, and I see Jabba the Hutt on there. I see Chewbacca. I see Yoda in the corner. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a green, green-eared person who's – I don't know. But at that point, it was just a green-eared <laughs> person that I've seen in other boxes. 
I love that. I see Luke and Vader in the middle of that little image fighting with lightsabers. I'm like, oh my God, this is it. I'm going to watch a new Star Wars. And this one's mine. I can watch it however many times I want. And I watched it so many times. I still have the cassette. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. 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 I still have a cassette. It's actually in my parents' house, so maybe I technically don't have it. Um, That was like the box set. I believe it must have been the special editions, but it was like the box VHS of the special editions. And I still have those VHS tapes. That's so cool. You should. You got to get them out of your parents' house and take them home. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, what am I gonna do with them? Look at them. But what's <laughs> just marvel at how pretty that golden black box is. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of funny. Return of the Jedi. So I had the VHS tapes, and then when they released after the the prequel trilogy came out, and they they had you know they released they were all on DVD, and so I got you know, all six of them, whatever, on DVD. Mm -hmm. And I remember the original trilogy, they had both the, um, like, quote, unquote, original version. I know it's not the original. Oh, right, right. Those DVDs, yeah. But it was like they had the the two discs. And for some reason, Return of the Jedi, I cannot find it anywhere. It's vanished. I don't know. (laughs) It's gone. Somewhere. So I'll never actually know. I can like never go back and know if I actually saw a yub nub. Um, I honest to God, I think I took it to the hospital when I was pregnant and I think it might have gotten left there. Oh, Um, no. I know. It's just like so sad. But like I'm like, I can't I can't find this anywhere. It's just it's gone. It's vanished. The force has taken it. I don't know. (laughs) You got to find that on eBay or something. Uh, You got to recomplete the set again. Oh, my God. And, oh, uh, yeah, pay, like, $1,000 or something ridiculous well, past. Well, n- 999 <laughs> maybe. I don't know about 1000 Oh, yeah. Oh, just that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll survive. <laughs> I'm trying to so – Jedi – God, I wish John were here to join us for this one. But Jedi must have really been quite, quite an event film back in 83 – you know, a conclusion to this Star Wars story that yeah. people have been experiencing for the first time. Just the title alone, Return of the Jedi. It's like, wow. We've been hearing what so much mean? about the Jedi yeah. in the other in the last two movies. The Return of the Jedi, Luke becomes a Jedi. That has to be it. And obviously that's what happens. But I mean, we also got the the flip side of that where Vader is the one that comes back. Anakin comes back. He's mm-hmm. the Return of the Jedi. Yeah. There's so many ways to interpret that title that uh, for me, that's why I love Return of the Jedi so much. I, I don't like the Ewoks. I'm part of that group. Sorry. <laughs> not sorry. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but the stuff surrounding Luke and Vader in this movie is some of the most powerful Star Wars out there. And Yeah. I mean, you, you got you get the Jedis being all hypocrites about it. Oh yeah, you get to kill your dad. Oh yeah, you won't be a Jedi until uh until you murder your father. Yeah. yeah. Then you got Palpatine. <laughs> do it. Do Seriously. it. Do it. <laughs> all sides telling him, "Kill Vader. It is your destiny. Destroy your father. Only then will you be a Jedi. Only then will you be my new apprentice. Do it. Do it. Do it." And Luke finds a way to win without killing anybody, without violence. After coming this close to doing it. As a kid, I didn't fully understand that moment. I knew that there was something significant about him tossing the lightsaber. It's like, why would he do that? 
I like this. I like that he does it, but I don't know why I like that. Then as an analytical adult, I'm like, that's why I like it. Because he won his way without breaking his morals, without breaking his code. Yeah. So, so powerful. And in doing so, he brought back Anakin. That's like, mwah. Return of the Jedi thematically. <laughs> Love it. Well, and there's so many, so much, so much of that in this movie. I mean, that scene alone, when Luke stands up to the Emperor and throws away his lightsaber and says, I am a Jedi, like my father before me. I mean, hands down, honestly, in the entire Star Wars series, that is probably my single favorite scene. Wow. Out of any out of anything really in in this series because it's such a defining moment and it i think it just speaks so much to the series as a whole and there's something so powerful about him being like you know what no you know i i'm not i'm not going to do it this way um i just i love that scene so much so much <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then following that up with Darth Vader, the villain, this monster that we have grown to fear for two movies, sacrifice himself in an act of love. Yeah, that whole that whole that whole battle is great. And yeah, so I already said, OK, we've kind of. Yeah. So that's that's part of my my favorite scene. What about you in this movie? Oh, well, we have the same favorite scene cut. I mean, <laughs> I guess you. Yeah. I mean, I also have to say I really love the scene between Luke and Leia mm. in the Ewok village where Luke, and I think maybe it's because you can feel the weight, I guess, of the legacy there. Um, I kind of running throughout this whole movie, but, but, you know, Luke, my father has the force. I have the force. My sister has it. And, you know, Leia's recognition. And I know that was all thrown in by George at the last minute. (laughs) Whatever, whatever. I still I still love that that moment a lot because I think you can really kind of feel the legacy there, kind of the Skywalker legacy. And Luke has accepted it. Leia still has to accept it. And she doesn't really. um, And I know we kind of talked about this in our New Hope episode where we were talking about the Skywalker saber. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, you know, potentially and I think we did or maybe I did bring up Return of the Jedi in that and how, you know, maybe finally at the end of everything, we'll kind of get to see Leia accept that legacy as well. We've we've explored that in the further material, the new sequel trilogy and some mm-hmm. of the books and that that's been one of the more powerful aspects of the sequel era mm-hmm. uh release uh, releases of books and movies and whatnot and it all came from jedi like you said it was thrown in last minute and probably it, it was handled really awkwardly as an adult <laughs> we know as adults we know that yeah that's really weird they were obviously being set up yeah. as romantic type partners and then jk your brother and sister Swerve, yeah <laughs> But that last second awkward decision has given us some incredibly powerful uh, thematic material for other things. They're Mm -hmm. seen together in The Last Jedi is, oh my God, it's just getting way, getting way, way, way ahead here. But I mean, a lot lot of the future stuff really just hinges on that moment from Jedi, I guess is the long story short here. 
Yeah. Has repercussions. Yes. Even far into the future, um, which I love. I mean, it's all connected, right? So. <laughs> it's all connected. It's poetry. It, it, it rhymes. It's, it rhymes. <laughs> it's like our mantra. <coughs> so, Kat, give me words about Ewoks. Yes. You like Ewoks. I don't hate the Ewoks. Certainly I don't have like a great abiding passion for them, but I like them. I like, you know, kind of this underlying plot of, you know, these people who shouldn't be able to beat the Empire can, um, you know, they're kind of full of surprises. It's fun. They're cute. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get eaten by one. And I know the, the people who play Battlefront 2 Ewoks are actually terrifying, um, which I think is also kind of cool. <laughs> but, you know, like watching the movie, it wasn't like, oh, God, you know, Ewoks, what are these teddy bears? It was like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. They look, you know, they look fun. They, you know, I wouldn't mind hanging out with some Ewoks. They've got a cool tree village. I mean, a cool tree it's not village. to love them. Yeah. <laughs> Throw some rock and parties um, when they're not eating people. Maybe when they or are. even when they are eating people. <laughs> yeah, those stormtrooper bodies went somewhere. One. Just they're. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, again, Ewoks are my favorite aspect of Star Wars. But I appreciate what they represent, and that any individual or group of individuals, big or small, can make a difference. So John John kind of talked about this with Yoda and our Empire Strikes Back minisode. Mm-hmm. The same applies here. You know, you recruit a teddy bears, you got ropes, you got rocks, you got gliders that you made from sticks and human skin. <laughs> you know, it's it's what you got, and they made it work. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That never occurred to me, and I'm horrified now, Adrian. Oh my god! Some uh, some sort of skin. Wow. <laughs> now I'm really traumatized. <laughs> but the point being, it, it all it all it all gels together very nicely. It's a very Star Wars Star Wars type message. You yeah. can make a difference with what you have. You don't have to be the Jedi. You don't have to be the general. You don't have to be the trooper. You can make your own way. Yes. Forge your own destiny. Boom. Well, and, and, and this movie, so how do you, how was like the whole going back to Tatooine thing? I mean, at the time that kind of brought the whole thing full circle, you know, Luke had left Tatooine. I'm never coming back to this place. You're going to die here, you know, convenient. You're going to die here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, once I had seen the original trilogy properly, yeah, I love that we went back to Tatooine for that same reason. It's, it's full circle. He, he made something of himself and mm-hmm. became this beacon of hope. Well, and it's fun because fun, startling, maybe in a way. But, you know, we see when we first see Luke, like he kind of is like full on Jedi, at least what we imagine at the time. You know, he's sure of himself. He has, you know, new techniques we haven't seen him use before. A little dark sidey. A little, a little darker, a little, um, yeah, you know, he's, he's lost, he's lost by this point, you know, he's lost his innocence. Right. Um, you know, he had to confront Vader. He lost a hand. He knows more truth now than he did previously. So, um, 
but then he uses all of that in his in his confrontation. He o- finally he overcomes with Vader and the Emperor. He overcomes the darkness that's there. Yes, that's that's his biggest thing in Return of the Jedi. He's yeah, he's full. Well, he's sure of himself. He's full on Jedi now. But he's also struggling with this darkness in there. He, we, the first time we see him, he force chokes these Gamorrean guards. I know. Yeah. That's like, well, and then that's, hey, oh. Vader move. Hello. And then it comes, I mean, this this comes back in The Last Jedi, right? Like tenfold, which we will talk about when we get there. But it's like, yeah. ah, so <laughs> I, you know, I just, I just have to think of, and I'm going to talk about this when we talk about The Last Jedi as well. But, um, you know, Qui-Gon in Master and Apprentice, you know, striving for the light is continual. And and we see Luke struggle with that in this movie, which I think is what makes it even more powerful. Right. You know, he does give in to his rage. He goes full on crazy dark side, you know, fighting Vader when he thinks that his friends are threatened and he finally snaps as, you know, any person would. We actually get to see him struggle with that, um, which I think also makes the point when he throws away the saber that much more powerful. Right. Like, he has struggled with it. He has faced the dark. And he overcame he's, it. And he overcame it. And he's able to recenter himself and find the force as his ally and do good. And God, this rings really thematically with The Last Jedi. So I was trying not to talk about it anymore because I'm definitely going to talk about it more when we talk uh, about The Last, the Last Jedi. Jedi minisode is going to be a good minisode. <laughs> so much good stuff. So we've been ending these minisodes with theories or what have you about how we think it's going to connect to the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but I'm going to ask you directly. Okay. A, a, a direct question here about, a, about that. Dr- All right. Vader, Vader is rede- redeemed at the end of return of the Jedi. Are we getting a redemption from Ben Solo in the rise of Skywalker? I think yes, because start. Can I elaborate? I'm going to elaborate <laughs> because star Wars Star Wars is a movie about hope and love. And I think if you're ending the Skywalker saga, if this is really it, if this is the end, like they're saying it is, then I think you have to be cognizant of those themes. And I think in that sense, I think I think he has to be. So yes, I fall I fall in the yes category for that. Yes. Interesting. What about you? I don't. Okay. Or not in the sense that we think he's just gonna he's gonna rejo- rejoin the the light per se. I I feel that Ben Solo is going to go on a journey and the rise of Skywalker, and at the end he's gonna do something with positive repercussions. Okay. But okay. not full on redemption. Okay. To 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 rephrase it, he's gonna do something for himself, not for his mom, not for his dad, not for Luke, not for Snoke. Not even for Ray. Something for himself. He's gonna do it his way, just like his uncle did it his way in Return of the Jedi. That's what I think we're getting. I that's I like that idea. I like that idea. Well, I kind of like that because well, now we're getting way off topic, but I <laughs> I like that because 
at least in terms of what we see, have seen, and know of Kylo Ren and Ben Solo, it kind of feels like he hasn't been able to make many choices for himself. And a lot of his future seemingly seems to have been dictated to him, you know, first in terms of his parents sending him with Luke to be a Jedi and then Snoke taking him off. So yeah, I could, I could keep behind that. I could get behind that. Say so, not necessarily light side or dark side, but Ben Solo. It, this is for Ben. I'm doing this for Ben because I want to do it. Do you think that there's something? Okay, well, I could see. Um, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. And then obviously the other connection here is how the heck is Palpatine still cackling around? Of course, yes. <laughs> yeah. That, I guess that's probably the biggest thing is because this has the actual, you know, we saw the Emperor in The Empire Strikes Back, but this was, you know, kind of the first, well, only, you know, the final face-to-face confrontation and... Yeah. How did he survive? Did he survive? Is he actually alive? I mean, so something about what happened after he fell down, whatever that weird shaft was, <laughs> fell down, got thrown down. Sorry. Sorry, Vader, Anakin. Um, <laughs> got thrown down the shaft. What do you, well, what do you think? Did he survive or did he die? Just a simple answer. <sighs> survive or die. Just one word. I think, I think, well, I, I think he died. Okay. I mean, okay, that's it. That's so, yeah. You think he died and he came back somehow. I want to be like, no, but sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> what about you? Survived. Survived. All right. Yeah. Because like the can, they're not supposed to be able to come back from the dark side, but like we thought he was dead. So yeah. The dark Clearly. side of the force is a yeah. pathway to many abilities, many considered to be <laughs> unnatural. Unnatural, yes. He's <laughs> got like the mustache. The mustache <laughs> Um, I don't think that the Sith can come back from the dead. So clearly, I hope he didn't really die and come back because I think that would undo all the work that has been done in this series so far. But anyway, we'll just have to wait and see. Plus, 10 days, I mean, less than 10 days. you start introducing resurrections like that in Star Wars, I think you're opening up a oh, terrible can of worms. No one's ever really gone. Right, right. <laughs> uh, no, he survived. Somehow, some way, you're probably right. Awesome. Again, episode six, Return of the Jedi. We watched it. We talked about it. We're excited for more minisodes down the road. We got two more left. So in the meantime, please feel free to check out our other minisodes. Uh, keep an ear out uh, tomorrow for your tomorrow for our, our next Mandalorian episode where we talk about chapters three to five and the series up to this point. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Force Fan Podcast. And you can find me directly on Twitter and Instagram at Blue Lab Pro. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cat Ray. And if you're so inclined, if you've been enjoying the shows, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a little love note or a couple a couple of stars. Let's go a, a long way, and we we love you forever, and we'd appreciate you, and you'll make us really happy. <laughs> <laughs> we truly do appreciate your support and your listening, and we would love it if you would rate us or leave us a review. So until then, may the force be with you guys. And then some. We have spoken. Hi, Force fans. John here with John's Blast Points. 
for Return of the Jedi. I'm sorry I missed another episode with Adrian and Cat Ray, but uh, as John Lennon once eloquently put it, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. And life is very busy for me right now, but not too busy to leave a few words about um, what I think was the perfect way to cap off the original trilogy of Star Wars films with Return of the Jedi. Here we go. So I'm going to transport you back into the mists of time. 13-year-old John comes to the movie theater, and here it is. This is the movie we've been waiting years to see. You know, the big question, was Darth Vader really Luke's father? Was he lying to Luke to somehow kind of trick him or something? Uh, Did Han Solo actually survive the freezing process? Is he going to be in this film? Uh, Is he going to be a block of of metal somewhere? And the answers were soon upon us. You know, we transported immediately back to Tatooine, where the trilogy began, which I think was pretty cool. And uh, we meet Jabba the Hutt, who at this point was uh, only a character we had heard about. So this was way before the special editions and all that stuff. Uh, We'd had a few mentions of Jabba, but we'd never seen him before. And boy, were we surprised with what we saw on screen. A great big blobby monster that was eating frogs and smoking a hookah. It was crazy stuff for sure. All kinds of great creatures in Jabba's palace. And R2 and 3PO coming in, our, our beloved heroes from... From the previous two movies, the uh, the very funny, awkward robot sidekicks, and uh, eventually Luke comes in in his full Jedi garb and just swaggers in like a like a, a warrior wizard and commanding people with uh, Jedi mind tricks and all kinds of fun stuff. We got more great monsters and and great action in the Sarlacc pit and. Um, a very skinny bikini, a skimpy bikini on Leia at some point, uh, which uh, me at 13 years old was just really blown out of my seat. Uh, but then we, we get to see Leia become the hut slayer and all that fun stuff as well. Man, just uh, if there's not a more powerful female character in cinema uh, than Princess Leia in the original trilogy, whew, I don't know who it is. Fantastic stuff. Then we move on. We've got uh, Endor to explore and all that fun stuff. And uh, it's just absolutely exciting. One thrill after the next. Speeder bikes and new stormtroopers called scout troopers and um, Ewoks. And, uh, man, 13-year-old me just loved the Ewoks. Big fan of Ewoks. Still am to this day. And and then it all culminates with the, the, the great battle of good versus evil. A wonderful lightsaber fight between Luke and Vader in the battle of good and evil. But it's really Luke versus the Emperor, who we also at this point have not seen in full action. We'd seen only a hologram of the Emperor, and it wasn't a very good one in Empire Strikes Back, back when it was in theaters. Let me tell you what. Didn't look anything like this Emperor. But we went along with it. It was cool. So the Emperor we finally get to see. And we get to see how he twists and manipulates people and strike me down and all that stuff. Um, But this is the battle of Luke versus the Emperor. And Vader is just a tool in this battle. And it's really the battle of of Anakin Skywalker coming back to 
the light side, but we didn't know it at that point. But fantastic film. Absolutely loved it. Um, things that I think we will obviously see connections between this movie and the rise of Skywalker. Obviously, the Skywalker name will be all over it. Uh, we will obviously see the Emperor. Lando will be flying the Falcon like he was in Return of the Jedi. Um, I heard rumors about maybe some Ewoks. It looks like we're going to Endor anyway, so maybe we'll see Wicket and the boys. Uh, obviously, the Death Star 2 carcass uh, is something that, uh, that we might see as well. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait. Um, here we go. The, uh, the next end of a trilogy of films. Star Wars films, to be specific, are coming our way, and I'm really excited about it. That's going to wrap up my my Blaster Points segment here for you. And on behalf of uh, my good friends Adrian and Cat Ray, let me just finish up by saying may the Force be with you.